0: Welcome to the Bansi Patel Show, a podcast where we talk all about life, love, the art of manifestation, how to elevate your mindset and to raise your consciousness so that you can co-create your best life with the universe. Join me each week for the most authentic conversations, no BS take, real talk and kick-ass inspiration. Now let's dive in, shall we? Hey my loves, what's up? Welcome back to the brand new episode of The Bansi Patel Show. Now, today's episode is a kind of an episode which you might want to come back to over and over again. It is going to answer so many questions regarding manifestation, especially if you are a logical thinker and who is skeptical about manifestation. This episode is going to answer so many of your questions like, Why do we do affirmations or why subliminals or hypnosis works or why do we need to repeat some ideas in order for them to work and in order for us to believe those ideas or why do we need to think positive thoughts or speak positive words and use positive language in order to manifest? You're going to get all the answers like why we do what we do or why those manifestation gurus tell you to do what they tell you to do. It is all because of the rules of your mind. In this episode, you are going to know more about your mind on a very deep level. So oftentimes, you must have heard this quote, thoughts become things. Or if you can see it in your mind, you can have it in your reality. So why is it that mind plays such a crucial role in your manifestation journey? That is what we are going to learn in this episode. All right, now let's understand your mind. Think of an iceberg, like visualize an iceberg. The tip of an iceberg, which is, let's say, 3% of less of the entire iceberg, is your conscious mind. And the remaining 97%, like 95-97%, to is your subconscious mind. Okay? Your conscious mind is your thinking mind, your intellectual mind. It is a part of you which thinks and which has the ability to do the reasoning. It is the part of your mind which corresponds with the outer world through the five senses. It has the ability to accept or reject any idea that you present to it. Whereas the subconscious mind is your conditioned mind. It is your emotional mind. It does not have the ability to reject. Whatever you will present to your subconscious mind, it is going to accept it. It is the subconscious mind which makes the changes okay so now if you look at it conscious mind is just three to five percent and subconscious mind is 95 to 97 percent who controls your life obviously the subconscious mind right think of your subconscious mind as a bridge between your conscious mind and the universe or god who is your co-creator in this manifestation journey and so we are going to focus on the rules of your subconscious mind so that you can manifest more quickly and effectively. Okay, my loves? So the first rule is, your mind enjoys serving you. It needs clear instructions to follow. So you might have heard the quote, The mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. Now, if you look at the people who are behaving as victims in their lives, who are not taking any responsibility, who do not believe that they are the creator of their own reality, their mind is in control of them instead of having it vice versa. When you have the control over your mind, that is when you can become the creator of your reality. That is when you can manifest the life of your dreams. That is when you can become a conscious manifester, you guys. And it needs clear instructions to follow. So I just want to give you a simple example, okay? Okay. Recently, I won a podcast competition in my nation that was going on and I really wanted to win it. But I did not tell my subconscious mind that I want to come first here. I just said, you know what? I want to win it. And I came at rank 10 instead of coming first. And I was like, damn, I should have been more clear here. I should have instructed my subconscious mind that, you know what? I want to win and I want to win the first place here. So you see, you have to be very, very clear and intentional of what is it that you want. For example, let's say you want more money into your life. And if you will say, you know what, subconscious mind, I want more money. And you might be walking and you might find a penny. And your subconscious mind will be like, you know what, now she has more money than she had because now she has a penny more. So it will think as if it has done the job. She wanted more money. She has more money. My job is done here. So you have to be very specific. I want this much amount of money. I want to meet this kind of a person. I want to have this kind of an outcome. The more specific you are, the more your mind will be at work in providing you the exact thing that you want. Okay. Second rule is what is expected tends to be realized. Again, what is expected tends to be realized have you ever had a situation a bad situation has happened in their life and they are like i already knew this would happen i just knew it i could sense it and they will in a way have pride that they actually knew this was going to happen but in a way it is a self-fulfilling prophecy they were expecting it to happen that is the law of expectation so that is why, if you will say to yourself, "I am going to get sick," you are going to get sick because you are telling your subconscious mind, "Like, hey, subconscious mind, this is what I want," and it is going to get to work. Or if you will tell, "You know what? I cannot eat this big piece of cake, or I cannot have this brownie, or whatever. Otherwise, I'll get fat." That is what will happen because you are expecting it. So why not expect good things to happen, right? And obviously, things won't go as per our plan, but when you expect good things to happen, more often than not, if you will keep focusing on those good things, good things will happen. Because you were expecting it. And you will then say, you know what, I was expecting it. Not in a sarcastic way anymore. Like, I knew this was going to happen. All bad things happened with me. No, I knew I was going to win this competition because I expected it. I knew I was going to manifest this much amount of money because I expected it. I knew I was going to manifest my soulmate because I expected him to come. That is a level of faith and certainty when you understand the power of your mind and when you start expecting whatever it is that you want without doubting it. Third rule is, imagination is more powerful than knowledge and logic when you are dealing with your mind. Okay, so imagination is more powerful than the knowledge or logic. So there was no way I would be living this kind of life that I'm living right now. Our family has faced some of the most crucial financial issues ever since my childhood. There is no way I should be living this kind of life. There, was, there is no way I am making this kind of money. It sometimes feels like a dream. But I had this imagination. My current circumstances were completely opposite to what I am living currently. But I had already planted the seed in my mind of abundance. Even though my circumstances were completely different, I knew what I wanted. I was very clear. I knew that I wanted to become a wealthy woman. I knew I wanted to become an affluent woman who is able to inspire others. Who can become an example of what is possible when you can understand the power of your mind and when you can understand the laws of the universe. When you can harness the power of your mind in your favor. And your logical mind would be like, you know what? This is not at all possible. Look at your current reality. There is no evidence. But you know what? You don't need evidence. You don't need to know the how. How is the domain of the universe. Your job is to keep impressing upon your subconscious mind whatever it is that you want and whatever it is that you want will be provided to you in ways that you cannot even fathom, you cannot even imagine. That is why visualization works so well. Because when you can imagine things in your mind, it has to happen. And that is the number fourth rule. Your subconscious mind cannot know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. It just can't. And it is a proven study. Science has proved it. It is used by so many athletes, you guys. When you are emotionally involved in that visualization, in that meditation, when you are able to feel those feelings of you already having manifested whatever it is that you want, your subconscious mind can't help but bring it to you. That is the power of your imagination. It is one of the most powerful mental faculties that we have as humans. Learn to use it to your greatest advantage and your life will never be the same. Next rule is, your mind works to move you away from pain and towards pleasure. And that is the reason why change is hard at the beginning, messy in the middle and beautiful at the end as Robin Sherva says. Change is going to be difficult. Why? Because it is painful. Here I also want to intertwine the next rule, which is your mind loves what is familiar. It works on this principle of least effort. So when you try to do something which is not familiar to your mind, your nervous system is obviously going to be bewildered. It will be like, hey, what is going on here? This is an unknown territory. It means we are in danger. And that is why it is going to make it difficult for you to change your habit. But by repetition, you can install new habits. And that is the next rule. The mind learns by repetition. Any habit that you want to install, make it a repetition, a daily thing, a consistent thing. And before you know it, it will become automatic. That is the reason why when you first learn to drive, you have to be very conscious of it. You have to be conscious of where do I have to take the turn, if I have to press the accelerator clutch or brake, whatever. But once you start driving over and over again, you don't even have to think about it. It just becomes an automatic habit, right? So, how can we use this rule that your mind works to move you away from pain and towards pleasure? By conditioning your mind that it is safe and in my highest benefit to make this change. Again, it, that it is safe and in my highest good or benefit. To make this change. But you know what? Making this change in itself is a pleasure for me. For example, if you are trying to wake up early. And if you will tell your mind, Oh my God, it is such a pain in the ass. I cannot wake up early. Your mind will be like, Okay, I've got the command. It is difficult for her to get up early. So we are going to make it more difficult for her to get up early. Instead, you can just say, You know what? I love waking up early. I am a morning person. I feel so much more productive when I wake up early. And obviously, it is going to take time. That is where your mind learns by repetition comes in, right? You've got to impress upon your subconscious mind whatever it is that you want over and over and over again. Whether it is attaining some desire or whether it is making a change by changing your habits. You've got to repeat it over and over again. rule is your mind responds to the pictures in your head and words you say to yourself. That is why affirmations are so powerful, you guys. I am affirmations. I am great. I am a great public speaker. I am a confident person. Just start repeating these affirmations in your own language that feels aligned to you. And over a period of time, you will actually start believing those affirmations. Because I get it. The first time around you use it, your mind will be like, hey, I know that you are lying. But if you use it over and over again, If you impress this upon your subconscious mind over and over again, it will start believing it. And once you start believing it, dude, it won't take much time for you to become it. And when you become that person, obviously you cannot help but manifest whatever it is that you are wanting to manifest by becoming that person, right? That is why we have to be so mindful when we are talking to ourselves, we have to talk to ourselves as we would to a loved one. Whenever you fail, be gentle with yourself. Instead of bashing yourself. Like, I always do this. I'm never consistent. This is never going to happen. If you keep repeating this to yourself, that is what you are creating. Change the language. And the first step is to be mindful of the language that you are using. Would you use the same language for your best friend, whom you dearly adore, No, you will be a bit lenient with them, right? You will be like, hey, it's okay. It's completely okay. You are a human. You are allowed to make mistakes. It's completely okay. You can try again. But when it comes to us, we are so hard on ourselves. You deserve the kind of love that you so freely give away to others. Next rule is, the mind cannot hold conflicting beliefs. They cancel each other out. Let's say I want to manifest love in my life. So one of my belief is, I want love in my life. And another belief is, what if I get cheated? So you see, these are both conflicting beliefs. On one side, I want to manifest love in my life. I want to manifest soulmate in my life. And on the other side, I have this fear of getting cheated. So your subconscious mind will be like, hey, I don't want you to get cheated. I don't want you to get hurt. So I might as well not allow to bring anybody in your life Who is going to love you? And that is how I am going to block that person from coming in my life. Because those beliefs are going to cancel each other out. So if you are feeling stuck, if you are wanting something for a very long time, and if you are not able to manifest it, ask yourself, do I hold any conflicting beliefs regarding this desire? Let's say you want to manifest money. So a part of you really wants to manifest money, but a part of you is like, if I will become wealthy, My loved ones will not resonate with me anymore. They will not like me anymore. Or I will not know how to manage money or whatever. If you are going to have these conflicting beliefs, you are going to delay that manifestation. Okay. Okay. So the next rule is it cannot process negatives. What happens when I say, hey, don't think about the flying white elephant. Don't think about the flying white elephant. What happens You are thinking about the flying white elephant, right? Because in order for it to not think about it, it has to first think about it. In order to become a non-thinker, it has to first think about it. So it cannot process negatives. So if you say, you know what? I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be poor. Or I don't want to be single. Or I don't want to be unemployed. It cannot understand negatives. It cannot understand I don't want. It perceives it as I do want. And what happens when you keep focusing on that thing, on focusing on the absence, whatever you focus on will expand. So if I will keep repeating in my mind, I don't want this situation, I don't want to be poor, I don't want to be in debt, that is what I will manifest more of. So keep in mind, it cannot process negatives. So whatever it is that you want, reword it into something positive. Don't say, I don't want to be poor. Say, I am a wealthy person. I am a wealthy man or I am a wealthy woman. Don't even say, I will be a wealthy wealthy man or a wealthy woman. Not will be. It is in the future. Say, I am. And condition your mind to think about it. Like, I currently am. And once you will start repeating this idea, once you will start impressing upon the subconscious mind that, you know what, I am actually a wealthy person, it will start believing that idea. And it will then bring opportunities, creative opportunities of abundance, creative opportunities of love towards you. Okay. Next is a very important rule. It presents repressed memories for resolution so that you can release your emotions. What does that mean? So many people say that whenever I start doing the mindset work or when I start doing or embarking on this manifestation journey, or becoming a conscious manifester, shit hits the fan. And they are like, you know what, this doesn't work. I am in a far worse situation than I was before. Why does that happen? It doesn't happen because this process doesn't work. Manifestation is always on. It works so that you can now process your negative emotions your mind had stored those emotions. It had kept those emotions repressed because you were not ready to process those. And as soon as you start doing the inner work, as soon as your mind realizes that now she is ready to release these emotions, to process these emotions, it will then come up. So that is why if you have this fear of public speaking and if you put yourself out there, those fearful emotions will come up. So that now you can process those emotions. Earlier, you did not even have the courage to say yes to that public speaking engagement. Why? You just knew that you cannot do it. But when you say yes, I am ready to face my fears, it will come up. So that you can then process it and release it once and for all. And once you start doing it over and over again, once you start speaking in public over and over again, that fear might persist, but it will not have any power over you. Okay, so the next rule is, it takes everything personally. So this is the basis of perceptionist projection. Your subconscious mind takes everything personally. Why? Because it is only as old as your seven-year-old. It is only as old as your seven-year-old child, right? A child will take everything personally. They are these ego-driven beings, right? They will think like, oh my God, if Mom- mommy is angry with me or if dada is angry with me, I am to be blamed for something is wrong with me. Their entire world revolves around themselves. So growing up, when you will feel like, you know what, somebody is rude with you because they are having a bad day, you will take it personally. You will feel that you are not worthy, that you are not good enough. And so you have to train your subconscious mind. It is not about me. I don't have to worry. This is why these tendencies of people pleasing come up. This is why you fear getting visible in front of other people. So many people have messaged to share with their audience but they are so fearful of judgment they think like what will other people think of them their worthiness is based on the perception that others have of them instead of having the perception of what they think of themselves so you have to train your subconscious mind you are not a seven year old now you are an adult and you are worthy you are always worthy that is a fact okay and stop taking things personally seriously nobody has as much time to think about us as we really think Everybody is so busy in their own lives, in their own challenges. Nobody has time to think about us. So let's not be that ego-driven 7-year-old child who thinks that the entire world revolves around them. And the last rule is, it is programmed to continually seek more and more. There is always more to discover. So when I say last, it is not at all an exhaustive list. But this is what I have learned in my neuro-linguistic programming training, in all the books that I have read so far, in me nerding out about the power of our minds and all the things. So just bear in mind, this is not at all an exhaustive list. So the last rule is, it is programmed to continuously seek more and more. Why is it that as soon as we attain one desire, we want to attain another desire? It is because that is how we are conditioned as humans. That is how we are conditioned as humans. To seek more and more, to discover more and more, to realize our potential more and more. And there is nothing wrong with you if you are never satisfied. If you are satisfied, then growth cannot happen. Growth can only happen when you are ready to go to the next level. Once I have achieved this, go to the next level. But also making sure that you are making the most of where you are at. Because it is also a journey. It is not a rat race. That once I have achieved this, now I am going to jump to this and this. No. What kind of living is that? Make sure that you are rewarding yourself about whatever you have achieved so far and also enjoying where you are going. It is a journey. It is a dance. Don't think of it like a race, okay? Okay, my loves. So these were the rules of your mind. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did recording this podcast episode. If you think it is beneficial, please, please, please make sure to share it with a friend and tag me on your IG story. Just let me know that you're listening to this episode and I shall see you on the next episode. Bye, my love. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Come say hi on Instagram at I am Patel, or simply tag me on your IG stories. Lastly, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review for this show on iTunes. Lots of love. Bye.